slipping down more in isolation, loneliness and despair here in the bipolar circle studios of Mexico in our little dusty Cobo town. Uh, yes, how do you feel, Leona? Shit. I don't know if it's depression or what is causing this, but my whole body feels like it's just giving up on me. Yeah, so that's the depression. So this could be the last bipolar circle and the rebirth they show if we don't like fucking fast get reborn to a better state of mind we might uh, just uh, commit like some kind of uh, ritual suicide me and leona together so if you want to maybe keep us alive a little bit longer please visit uh, bipolarcircle.podbin.com and there you will find links to our collection accounts where you can try to give us a little bit inspiration to continue and also give us uh, uh, possibility to buy food and uh, prostitutes. We have two uh, Patreon followers. We are very thankful for you guys and you are making our life so much better. Yeah, and we will read up, the, we will thank you uh, or personally with your name on uh, our podcast if you want and uh, you will be our great god in this uh, god-forsaken world we live in and help us to have a little bit faith in life. Or you can just listen to this and see how long will Tommy survive. How long will he manage to do Bipolar Circle and the Rebirth Day show before he chooses to actually reborn, but then not come back in the same body and be able to do re the Rebirth Day show? Maybe if I do like... Uh, like uh, Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama, yeah. That I'm like, I have to, you have to find me again. And you like, hire where is somebody. I find him in the reborn state to introduce him back to the Rebirth Day show and the Bipolar Circle once more in stuck in the circle of life. What kind of things would you leave for them to look for you? I don't know. A very strong libido. That is now getting... Uh, wow, we will find, like, you put a dildo, like... Yeah, that wouldn't That wouldn't work, because... Yeah, in put the a pussy in front of their face and see how they react, kind of like something okay, like okay. that. Uh, but I, right now, because of manic depression, that is now called bipolar, bipolarity. That I have, like, a kind of... When I look into it, uh, it seems like I'm just, like, a normal bipolar person. I don't have the... Well, I don't know. You, I can be pretty psychotic sometimes also. But I see that I actually still have a very mild kind of bipolar symptoms uh, compared to uh, other people that is uh, uh, stressing with the same type of uh, stressy, heavy relationship to life around them. Listen to my accent, Leona. I'm like doing bipolar circle, trying to talk in a language that is not uh, mine at all. Uh, I heard on another podcast who talked about us that I had a wide accent a wide accent so yeah okay great we but we are still alive we are still here to entertain you and uh, to uh, talk to interesting people and today today we have um bruna with us she's an ex-porn star and now she is a holistic intimacy coach really she went spiritual Okay, that can happen to the best of us. Uh, I had my in and out, in and out spirituality for years now, going in and out. Because I wonder, like, if you are a porn star, is there like, it's a legal business. So do you get retirement money when you retire from doing porn? Hmm, like a retired... Uh, 
porn star or retired prostitute that would be great because we are now in um, in in the process of building a retirement place for retired sex workers and uh, rockers rock stars rock stars <laughs> uh, we will make a retirement center and combine that with ecology and ecological information so if you want to be part of that please uh, come and now we have bruna in the studio we have bruna in the studio and we will invite her in already now since she's already there uh, this how do we do that it's your birthday Happy birthday It's your birthday Happy birthday It's a great day That's what we say Happy You can, oh wow, you can hear us. Well, one, two, three, uh, talk a little bit so I can control control your sound a little hello, bit. Hello, 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 I'm here. La, la, la. Cool. I don't know. <laughs> there. Wow, thank you for coming. Hey, you guys. So just for you, so you know, we will just record the sound. We will not record your picture. But there's no picture oh, anyway. Okay. I don't see her. No, that's what I'm saying. So maybe if you want to see us and we can see you because it's easier to communicate like that. Yeah, oh. I'm trying. Oh, okay, I got it. Okay, cool. Okay. Hey, I'm here. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah, because we only were like old school radio. We because uh, this kind of seeing each other all the time is uh, it's okay when you communicate, but uh, it limits a little bit of the magic of radio sometimes. That's true. That's true. We are losing it a little bit, no? Uh, I was telling this to a friend a few days ago. I was on a phone call with somebody, and then another person just called, and by mistake I answered, and I looked like trash. I was in my pajamas, in my bed, <laughs> like you know. And I was like, oh my god! I was throwing the phone away. <laughs> I don't want you to see me like this right now. Yeah, that's yeah. the same with us. Sometimes we just want to talk and we don't want people to see how fucked up we look like, how reality chewed us up and spitted us out and then we're supposed to be like res- <laughs> respectable for our audience like that. It's a new thing. Everybody's doing it. So Yeah. So hi, hi. Uh, welcome to the Bipolar Circle and the Rebirthday Show. Today it's your rebirthday. It's Yay! So can you please... Just present yourself for us. Okay, so I'm Bruna, aka Luna Corazon. This is my the most like people know me as Luna Corazon normally. This is um, how to say my how uh, Sasha Fierce and Beyonce you now, and they have these two that she had these two this side. That's me as well. Uh, I'm a former porn star. I still working as a webcam model for my dirty hobby. And I produce my own content as well. And I'm working right now as an intimacy coach and a yoga teacher. I'm from Brazil. This is very important to remind people. I'm from <laughs> Sao Paulo originally, and I live almost everywhere in this world for the past 11 years. <laughs> that's, that's what I can say. Don't worry about a thing that you want me to do. 
Wow. Tell, tell us a little bit about the intimacy coaching you're doing. What's that? So, yeah. So, because of my vast experience, not just in the adult industry as a sex worker and as an actress, uh, I have also off the cameras a very good experience <laughs> with relationships ups and downs of course because not every relationship were perfect you know we need to learn and build up and i noticed that there was in urgence to people to have someone who actually really care for their necessities in the sense of how society because of society is always kind of putting this taboo on sexuality and especially for women men cannot cry stuck in my body my male privileged white aging porn clown body how can i feel satisfied with my form not correcting the time not being special enough not being sexy enough not being attractive enough not being safe enough clever enough correct enough not being enough enough all religions all philosophies of the world changing changing all the time my dick my dick has no values anymore it's considered an offense an offender my balls considered a source of male dominance. Please, mommy, mommy, help me. Man is a failure if he doesn't have a big dick. A woman, oh my God, she had an orgasm in some religions and some culture is not allowed. So I decided to start working with people who suffer from these type of traumas and issues in their childhood or adulthood as well. And this is basically what I do as a, like actually as a holistic intimacy coach. So I use different techniques from uh, different, um, how to say, walks of life, such as spirituality. I use uh, healing, t- uh, tantra techniques as well, and EFT tapping. I don't know if you guys know about this. Yeah, I can tell you after about it and some others like Ho'oponopono and of course exercise and the changing of habits. I'm changing my ways. My dick is beautiful. My male body, firm, strong, aging towards knowledge, towards the wise, strong symbol of male potency. My dick is radiating spiritual power, connecting the earth with the sky, connecting God with the soul. My body is vibrating in ecstatic ecstasy while my orgasm connects the universe with my mind and develops my consciousness to be one with everything, even women. Is it, is, it, is it a big part of it that is somehow like important, like uh, that is some type of de-shaming process or? De-shaming and forgiveness process as well, because uh, the people who have, for example, who are abused, most of them, they don't like to talk about it or they are afraid 
you know, because, for example, in my case, I I never been directly abused. I have I had suffered a few attempts in my life. I was very lucky and strong to be able to walk away, actually run away. And in one case, I had to fight physically with the person. To this don't happen. And when I when I was a teenager, this happened. And when I went to my family to tell them, my sister discredited discredited me because it was actually her former boyfriend at that time. And so it's hard for people to to go and say, hey, your boyfriend or your my father did this because no one believes you. You know, it's, it's very difficult. And then you, you care this, this um, weight with you for the rest of your life and uh, making us bring in prejudice to your future relationships and different aspects of your life, their finances maybe, to your physical health, you don't feel we are worth. So it's uh, involved englobes a lot of things in this intimacy coaching. Naked yoga, in Sanskrit, Nagna yoga or Vivastra yoga. It is the practice of yoga without clothes. It has existed since ancient times as a spiritual practice. We in Fakfo Forest also did naked yoga. We had Superkant as our yoga master, and once a week. We all got naked in the Fakfo Forest base in Berlin and stretched and laughed and it was good. Miss those times, but people out there, try it out. So how, how long did you work actively with the subject of sexuality? I've been talking and writing about blogging. I used to, ha I used to have a blog about it for the past uh, six six years and but I became really like I decided to really put out it there last year during the pandemic when I created a sexual healing summit last May where I brought different specialists and uh, sexual educators health educators as well even people involved with politics because I think also politics <laughs> they matter for our sexuality, you know, how, how we deal with each other in a, as a society, as a community. And uh, yeah, so this is how it happens. And then I had people approaching me uh, professionally, like they want to work with me because before people would be just like, oh, can you give me a tip how I can last longer? Or, oh, my boyfriend is beating me up. What do I do? I love him. You know, I, have, <laughs> I get these messages on my Instagram. And so I think it was already coming to, to it. This is great. Profession. I hear also you had time to sit down and really think more about your stuff during the COVID. So I have to say, Thank you to the COVID virus because we also had the chance to isolate ourselves and get our thoughts together and start new projects. And I know a lot of people that actually managed that. So it always comes something good out of uh, what you might find dark. Also, you have released two books. True. I, ha I have been actually here writing <laughs> my book, to be honest. Uh, I wrote a uh, book in Portuguese with a co as a co-author in the past and it, you know partnership sometimes doesn't work very well so we had to remove the book from the marketplace doing some business disagreements but then I had this other one already I have wrote a while ago and because of my 
uh, abusive partner that time I had removed it as well from the, the, the media from the market because it was too much pressure because it was like oh you don't supposed to share your sexual life and I was like because you're a woman I'm like yeah I'm a porn star I think I shared more than my sexuality <laughs> with this planet <laughs> you know? yeah so your, bo- your boyfriend tried to make you stop talking about your sexual life yeah it was my ex-husband actually he, he was like it's this stupid why you want to write a book it takes a lot of time you're not gonna make money say i say to him like look i never mind for the money from the books because i always dreamed about being an, a writer anyway i like to write but okay you know so we do I, I was, I think, weak that time, you know, I wasn't like strong enough to stand for myself and say, hey, this is my project, this is my personal life, it doesn't have nothing to do with you, you know, and actually the book was, the end was pretty much on my marriage, you know, it was nice, a nice ending, because I didn't have any more to go around, but he didn't let me, so I had to experience a little bit more. <laughs> and and uh, you were doing um, pornography at this time also, at the same time, or? Yes, we actually, uh, the, the porno movies, I started with him, with my ex-husband. Okay. That was what is very contradictory. It's like, okay, don't talk about sexuality, but please bring the table by selling your coochie. See, he was, you know? pa- he was part of it even. It's like, he puts his whole sexuality out there in the visual form, but you can't talk about it. That's interesting. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting uh, way of seeing it, no? Yeah, he'll be like, honey, what do you think about a gangbang, you know? And I was like, no, I didn't want to do. And then I was like, no, it's good money. You should go. It's fun. Go. We can buy that car. But don't write about it. He was pimping you. He was pimping me. Okay, okay. So he got something. He got a lot of stuff in back from it. Maybe he didn't see the direct profit of the book. So like, actually not. He didn't get anything because something that I always uh, also advise people, uh, we can love. Love is beautiful, okay? But at the end, uh, because of the standards of the society, marriage was created as a business, okay? For you to continue your, your um, how to say, to pass along your assets, you know, to keep in the family. So don't mistake it so i had a prenup done so he didn't got anything he got two things actually he got an iphone and his new teeth because i couldn't take the teeth back but that's what he got from the marriage <laughs> and then Each move with their cold glassy eyes 
probably plant trees every day in the sunlight. Instead, I work to make money and a gift to my landlords and bosses who left up to their own devices, drain rivers, and clear cut the forests. I don't think I can still swim in the snake. I always wear black cause this life is a goddamn wake. place where the trucks crawl to sleep and wait for the night to the river north that stares out through the <laughs> yeah it's a kind of institution many times the marriage is also about the values the moral what society thinks is okay and it's many times based on very religious standards and if you look a little bit on human culture you see that uh, monogamy is also kind of like a psychological construction and it's a lot about that in marriage also about like limiting the tribe or limi limiting the connection between the people so you never got like he never got jealous and stuff when you made the porn movies with other people I don't think so because so when we began the deal was I would do only solos and maybe with other girls and then for a while he was like really pushy about me going about with other guys because of the payment are higher and I was like I think this is gonna fuck up our marriage this is not a good idea because I knew I know myself right people can say I'm very open-minded but I saw a little bit of uh, immaturity from his side so I knew the marriage would die from the moment I get another penis inside of my vagina for sure and this is what happened <laughs> <laughs> because the penis was better or no uh, he went to really cook on my my ex-partner he went crazy and uh, he was calling me names. He was like, oh, you're now a bitch. And I was like, what? You? <laughs> like, is that obvious? <laughs> what he wants from me? I'm a bitch, but I'm a bitch you with know. money. <laughs> That's exactly. what you wanted. No? <laughs> yeah, but he, he was, uh, I think, at the end, uh, we now we kind of talk. Sometimes we are amicable, let's say. I try. When he's not asking me for money, he's a very nice guy, but he's always going about the money. Yeah, I feel like I have a fucking child. I never got You still take care of him? No, I don't. But he always trying to ask for something like, mommy, you know, just try, just try. <laughs> I offer some coaching for him. But he's like, I don't need it. I just need the cash. I'm like, yeah, I can understand it. I also have a little bit. I'm doing my liberation, my male liberation right now because I've been part of fuckforforest.org for 15 years. And I think because I got this like illusion about that women are more valuable than men, when it, especially when it comes to sexuality. And I, I, I think I was always like hanging myself on Leona, my partner or other women as a part of like, I don't feel safe representing 
my male sexuality, my male body alone without a woman somehow. And now I'm trying to work with like finding myself to be able to be like that strong aging born star <laughs> trying to find my find my way to express something like important through my male sexuality without thinking I need a woman but I can understand that also having a, str a strong sex working woman that works with one of the most powerful energies of the universe and have control over her life and economy with that yeah please if it's someone listening out there I'm, st I'm, I'm still in need of a, a, a mommy mommy come and take care of me we can do some crazy performance art together I'm not totally useless <laughs> so but I, okay oh or, or I have to try to find my own Leona is still doing her erotic shows online she has people who want to buy her panties she has people just want to like oh yeah I want to see give money for, for a photo of her pussy and stuff and no one asks me and I feel a little bit like I think my ego is hurted a little bit and I really that women are the stronger gender i think it's just you don't know how to promote yourself that's what that's she's what saying I want to say. maybe you need to put yourself out there because you know in pornography it's a business for every fucking one i love this industry for that because it doesn't have everybody has a space for it if you are tall if you're skinny if you're midget if you're if you're fat if you are too skin it doesn't matter if you're blonde black you're always gonna find someone that's gonna appreciate and like you, your type of body, your physique, and your mental your mentality as well. Of course, don't be a, a nagging person. No one likes that. But <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem with manic depression. It kind of makes you naggy. But I can come on cue. I can be like three, two, one, orgasm. So I think that like I'm pretty, and I can like one, two, three, get the dick up. Was like I'm pretty professional after working 15 years with Fuck for Forest. So I think you I can, can be like the baby type, you know, like you said, you want a mommy to raise you. Why not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you want somebody to feed you. <laughs> yeah, that's maybe that. Yes. So so you don't do pornography right now. I'm not shooting for professional companies for the past one year and something. I did some shootings because it was like a farewell, like, bye, <laughs> bye, ain't no, bye, hardcore, crazy shit, you know, that I used to do. But I still doing my amateur content, of course. I love it. <laughs> What's like one, one, what, what is hardcore for you, hardcore pornography? No, I like more the hardcore actually than the normal thing, you know, the hardcore what I mean, like, because I did a lot of uh, anal gang bangs, like two dicks in my ass, three dicks in my ass. Three dicks so in your ass? You, is that the record or? Okay, so we're inside now from the Guinness Book of Record attempt for how many dicks you can get in your ass. We know the last record is about four dicks. Someone have tried five before. This woman is now gonna try six in... Uh, well, she has found out by measuring people that they can't use too many big people. So they have two kind of big people with big dicks and one person with a little bit less dick. Uh, that's three and then three dwarfs with a kind of big dick but small to be able to squeeze themselves in and they're getting ready there we see yeah one dick is inside that's easy the second one goes inside easy the third one also there we start to see the dwarfs are starting to come to place there one is getting his dick up there the other one is uh, he's struggling with getting erection oh no the other people are giving him uh, kind of a hard time it seems like he has stress on him he might not be able to get his dick up but people are starting to get impatient oh no it's the the other dwarf stick is 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 big 
already. They already got inside. He, she now has five dicks. Will they manage the attempt with the record attempt of six dicks? The last word seems to be in panic. There, there's booing in the stadium. Oh no, there. Okay, there comes another person running in. He, he's, he's seen the whole thing and he's ready. His dick is standing and he jumps on top and there. The dick is inside. It's six dicks in the ass. It's six dicks. It's anal six dicks. It's a new Guinness Book of Records. Everyone, it's a six dicks record. This is my record. That's a, like anymore. art, and then you're getting into art. Like I, I'm like, okay, now it's going into art, a type of art form when you push the boundaries, you know, of, of what's allowed, or accepted, or possible <laughs> to do. So it's like, it's it three small, is three small dicks then, or? No, it was legal <laughs> porn, so you can, you know, the size. They are not little at all. But, no, because they have yeah, to be pretty big to be able to get trees in at the same time also, because it's something with like, yeah, I can't reach the point. You know? And three people on top. It's also like unpractical. I can't really imagine this either. Yeah, it was kind of like, uh, uh, it was like two from down and kind of tilting my body. So the other one can come from above. It was kind of complicated but we all got there it wow. was good <laughs> you have to be professional I, I did double I was uh, I have friends in Berlin that likes it I have friends in general that likes uh, kinky stuff like that and I did videos but just with the double penetration like uh, the pussy and uh, the uh, anal at once I'm not in the one Hole and when we I already there we had a hard time to find the position you know to find the right you have to be kind of professional yeah. to be able to get in there and at the same time be horny and, and the rhythm and then you have cameras and yeah. people oh standing yeah out. the rhythm is very important so yeah. don't be one down <laughs> uh, we are in the bipolar circle studio and our beautiful friend that knows a lot about the uh, mainstream. Uh, production of right. pornography. There is you. You're back. Yay! We see you again. Yeah, yeah it's the amazing. Uh, you are frozen. <laughs> yeah, frozen. Um, yeah. So, so did you ever, in during like, uh, uh, like uh, production in the main mainstream porn industry, did you ever say stop during a scene that it got too much for you? No, that I recall. I'm, I'm, I'm a tough cookie. I'm, I'm I. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. The only when only time I had this shoe actually was one time I was doing a solo scene, which is ridiculous. You don't supposed to feel danger. Only you and the dildo and the camera person and the camera, the director dash camera dash makeup dash uh, catering services. Uh, he was like. Uh, <laughs> Like trying to to get too close and touch me, and then I was like, mm -mm, no. I w it was my second shooting in my career, and this was like for me was a no no. I was like not doing it, especially with him because he was really gross. So how was the um, so how was the feeling on a on a on a porn like a production a professional porn production? How do you feel? Have you made many professional videos during your career or? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so your feeling with the porn industry is mainly positive, or how is your experience with the porn industry? Look, I compare it to any other industry because I'm a professional. I didn't enter this to play a small game. Understand? I enter. I I had a number in my brain. I had a goal, and I reached it. And then I say enough. 
bye bye. So like every other job I did, every business I did. So what I see, it what I, my experience I can say like my experience was like you have very good people, very very good people in the industry. You can actually make friends for life. You can have this person over in your home, meet your family, you know, which happened to me. And then you have these people that like, yeah, I'll keep you on my Twitter only. It's like, <laughs> like every, every walk in life, right? We cannot, sometimes some people are just not meant to be in the same circle. And so the, 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 the industry has both sides. Only thing I see now is more the, the, the professionalism is getting lost. Because of money, no? Because of the, it's not so much money in it anymore. Or something. Money and also the amount of uh, performance is not a thing anymore that was exclusive. So now they, they would teach you very quickly if you don't have anything to add. Because as in any business, it's good. You can be beautiful, especially for the woman. You can have a good body. You can do like, I gotta do all the scenes possible because I want fame. So because they know it, most of the girls mentality in this business just to get the, the, the quick money, but they don't have a plan and they judge us mostly the, in the professional industry like that. Like we are dumb bimbos after quick money and just desperate and stupid, but they don't know. We have many smart ladies in this business. So what happened, they, as soon as they get tired of you, they just go take a next one for a much lower price. And then you, who is very beautiful, good, and has a beautiful career already, made a name. If you weren't smart enough to build something else or build your own career without depending on the mainstream porn, you'll get fucked. So you have to make your own brand. You have to brand yourself now. Yeah, and to save your damn money. How is it now with the cam industry? Because that is like uh, contra the professional porn industry, right? Yeah, um, so you see, for me, for example, when I started it, uh, I was with my ex-husband and we were really, really broken because he had the gambling addiction and kind of messed up our savings. And I, I started looking for jobs at home. So I started as a webcam model from making like $20 a month, <laughs> which is like a joke, because I couldn't pay anything. Just the way to draw fee was so higher. And then to go for like four to 5,000 a week. You know, it was like in a period of uh, seven, eight months. If you're like me and you wonder and you find it strange that the porn industry have been able to pay their actors to have sex when prostitutes are doing the same thing but without the camera and it's illegal. But here is the thing, the camera makes the difference. It's protected by art, freedom of speech and gonzo. Without that we will not be able to watch porn, make porn. And these, uh, I used to, I, I saw porn as a good opportunity because the money is faster than the many things, depends on your brain, but you work much more, I think physically saying because you are here you are there you don't have social life because i didn't have a social life i was always jump on the plane on the train and if i could get a lunch or, or dinner with a friend it would be like a miracle you know so i always tell the the people in the business like oh 
you should do you should do webcam or at least make your videos and they would laugh at me and say like oh yeah, yeah I'm a porn star and I'm like oh whatever you know like I prefer to make money from home porn is just like a kick you know to just make your name uh, more well known and they will be always making fun of me and then with the covid is really nice because i see everybody running like idiots <laughs> <laughs> to the webcam into the into only fans and websites to create content so i love webcam because i think it's much more convenient it's more safe You know, I did the courting services as well, and I even though I loved it, don't take me wrong, it is much more safe to be at my home. You know, like yeah, that's what I feel also. Being that's just like being a performance artist for fuck for forest online or in real life. <laughs> you have a lot yeah. more safety in your own home behind a exactly. video camera, and you can present a lot of uh, beautiful things to people in that way also. And make it make good money as well. You make good money. It's not that difficult for you. No, you look like beautiful. For <laughs> then we're back to my, now. You've hit me again down like uh, yeah, as a erotic artist. Like I pretend I am like a porn clown for fuckforforest.org. dot <laughs> uh, Okay, I will. I will do it. I will make my my uh, my. Uh, maybe I make more entertaining. Like abuse me. Like push me down and. Yeah, kind of like uh, for for sadists that just want to see a life in ruin, maybe on kind of like OnlyFans or something like that. Yeah, maybe that's something people like rich people want to see, like a a falling socialist, a falling activist. It's like haha. It's like yeah, maybe it's good entertainment for fascist, corny people out there. Yeah, I will do that. <laughs> good idea. <laughs> so. <clears throat> So I checked your OnlyFans uh, page, or what is on the free pages, and there you said that you're making nude yoga. Do you do yeah. that on your OnlyFans page? Yeah, that's what I'm doing because I was trying to disassociate my face from my vagina and my asshole <laughs> directly. You know this vision, like yeah. So, uh, so like, can you just see the front of my body or the back or the sides? But if without spreading my legs, would be nice. And I figured out that I love doing it because also the fans from porn and normal fans let's say are coming to me and they're like oh i'm really enjoying it and they share their videos and pictures doing the yoga wow. with me sometimes and the meditation and i have some of them that they have some um, healthy shoes and they're dedicating themselves to it uh, they have uh, uh, one i can mention he has parkinson's disease so he told me that the yoga since he started is really helping him to have a better control of his movements other one he has um, a past history with uh, drug abuse so they, these ones they don't have for example the the, the financial capacity to to have me as their personal coach but they have to join my only fans which is cool as well so I, they can benefit from my teachings and uh, I'm, i'm really blessed because it's like i always want to teach people i always want to impact people and now i do it and Yeah, I fuck you with my beautiful body. Judge me if you want, but <laughs> no, it's a, it's a great. I, th I think sex workers. I I I 
I think like uh, because people are so afraid of the subject of sexuality many times it's too little educated about how to become the best sex worker in the world or to make the most like challenging most conscious uh, developing uh, people's idea about what sexuality is in a porn movie for example it's many times just a very fast food made thing and it's a beautiful to to feel or to meet people that is having experience in sex work that is combining it with social issues or a way to try to help people because you have so much experience with a subject that do traumatize a lot of people and people are afraid of talking about so combining those ideas about sex work and more social work will not only help people it will also help sex workers to get a better reputation about what they actually are working with because many times it's pushed down to the lowest level of society while it should actually be on the top level of society because they're working with one of the more essential yeah. energies of what keeps us ticking as human beings. What you're saying is, is really real because we, we see like um, sex is very quick, uh, is a very, uh, how to say, is the thing that sells very easy and very quickly, right? We all know it, sex sells. But then we have a bunch of people, and especially uh, you guys who produce your own contents, that sometimes they, they can come, they can jerk off, they can have good sex, they can pay the best escort, but they still have some emptiness, some like huge hole on their souls because they don't acknowledge that they have deeper problems that is, cannot just be solved by a good fuck, or a quick one, or a nightstand, you know? And it goes for men and for women. And then we have also, uh, I have many, uh, most of my clients, I can say my students, by accident, don't know why, mostly are men. <laughs> they <laughs> like <laughs> And then I'm loving, <laughs> you know, men. Anyway, uh, so what happened? Most of these guys, they have suffered from abuse which no one necessarily talks about, about men who suffer physical, mental, verbal abuse, or financial, oh, that is the best one. You always come out, financial abuse from, and no one understands this is a thing that actually happens for, for the men as well, with the men as well. Because everybody's like, okay, we have a lot of uh, violence against women, that's a fact, I'm a, I, I was a victim of domestic violence, I understand how it, how it's hard, but no one talks about the men who are having these problems as well. So what do we do? We just let them be and become cuckoos, psychos, or more depressed or more upset and happy with their lives just because we don't have the time or the moral conscience to take care of these people. And with the young woman who now, for example, uh, sex, sex became such a normal commodity for everything that uh, I see like uh, it, it freaks me out because I have nieces and one is a teenager so I'm really scared for her mm -hmm. and it's like I see the way she moves the way she dances and I'm like oh Jesus help me like you know it's very you, you will destroy many guys uh, ego <laughs> I know no, or she will destroy many guys or she will destroy herself because she's 13 and the conversation she has are not very appropriate for her age. For example, I don't feel it's appropriate because she's talking about how she wants to grow up to be a sugar baby. 
Oh yeah. And I, <laughs> I had to go like two hours walk with her. <laughs> like, nah. Yeah, <laughs> because bipolar disorder, like no, I mean uh, borderline personality disorder is growing more and more with this like uh, kind of confusion of values that is created a lot from the capitalistic <clears throat> society and the sexual revolution that didn't really get discussed in a more conscious way. It was more like, I have this, I get this kind of. And I experienced, uh, I'm very happy that you talk about this because I experienced kind of psychological abuse from partners that really haunts me and really destroyed my life. And I can't really, it's, it's kind of marks you can't show to anyone. Like a blue eye, domestic abuse is horrible, but you can show it. It's a concrete, look, I got hit and you get all this like empathy and sympathy and people want to help you. But people somehow, and guys are supposed to be very strong, but actually it's proven that in a stereotypical way, it's more men that are psychologically weak and more women are strong psychologically. And men are supposed to be strong, something they only uh, represent in their physical form, but many times are very weak inside and then they have to prove like the economic is okay or I'm not feeling anything against this, yeah, but I'm not allowed to really express how they feel. And I feel it's getting more and more women that are so self-secure about their body, that knows what their value is. And they have maybe not so much interest in the male psychology, a bit educated about like the, the modern women rights uh, revolution that is great on many levels, but at the same time, maybe forgot to think about what do men need and why, why are men yeah. acting like they're doing? Maybe they're also weak, maybe they also are suppressed. You know, and then you get I, a lot of power for the women's side and the men get kind of laughed at. I mean, I see that I with many women also. They want all kind of understanding and sympathy and sister. But then you start to talk about men issues, they laugh about you. Kind of like, yeah, yeah it's stupid guys. You know, yeah, guys are stupid. Sorry, I'm the first one. Well, humans are stupid, but I many times feel like a stupid guy. Yeah, I do easily get manipulated by women. Yeah, I have a harder time actually breaking relationships. It seems like that's also I read up on that men many times are easier to trick back in a relationship while girls many times are like, it's over, it's over. Kind of, and guys are why, how, how is that possible even? So we need women out there that can be that mother you're like give you that hug and just like be that safety yeah well at least i can pretend that there are good women out there <laughs> okay you need take a breath <laughs> yeah, sorry so it's a very very co very complicated and important subject for me and you you took it up you brought me you, you triggered me it was a trigger sorry. word somewhere sorry, <laughs> he got very excited on it Someone said that the times are changing Nothing now can 
is like it's very good that woman is getting empowered we getting more space we can have some more freedom with our bodies and understanding our bodies and use it for pleasure ourselves and pleasure others is not it's becoming more and more common talk about it but also this manifestation of woman power is kind of kicking the man to the curb like Yeah, it's like really? kind of like a chemical castration somehow, you know, like, and uh, I'm afraid, I'm getting more and more afraid of the vagina. It used to be like, a, kind of like I prayed to it before, and now I'm like, <gasps> it like scares me a little bit. So uh, it has to be a balance, I guess. It has to be some kind of fearful respect together with that spiritual kind of worshipping. Yeah, but then, but that also we need to be all conscious that we attract it. So in your case, for example, if you have these people who are abused over and over and over and over, you need to go deeper on like, why do I attract it? What do I have to change about myself? Because people don't gonna change for you. No, I, people that just I change. They change for them. You know, when they want, when they really want it, because humans are very easy to fall into the comfort zone. So it's like, ah, it's good here. Why I need to be better? I'm feeling good. You know, maybe people think it's like when people say, I want to be uh, richer, but they're like, ah, I don't want to wake up at five in the morning to go to that gig. You know, it's like, ah, I need to answer all those emails. I hate my job. So it's a contradiction, self-talk, you know? So in, in this case, it's like, okay, maybe bring some awareness to the way you talk to yourself first. And so you can, and start, I don't know if you journal, but you can do it. This is a suggestion to everybody like who suffers some uh, trauma because we all carry some form of PTSD with us, you know, more or less. So maybe journaling, you can start to learn, okay, Why am I this way? Who actually uh, did it to me? They are not the ones to blame, 
but you to take responsibility that your energetic field attract that type of energy, that time, that period in your life, which unfortunately was negative and damaged to you. But you have two decisions in your hands. You fuck or walk away and move on with your life, or you keep scared of the vagina. Um, right? where, are you, where are you in the world right now? In Hungary. Oh, you should come to Mexico. I need you. <laughs> you just like, come on. Like, we are, we are uh, having this great ecological center here in the mountains of Mexico. And now we, me and Leona is thinking about maybe in the future making it like kind of a resort, like a retirement center for old sex workers and rockers. Do it. But if you do really do, because I heard this idea from someone else, in an island near there. I don't want to screw up people's business, <laughs> but do it if you can. <laughs> you, Go. I mean, it's, it's a good idea, though. I mean, there is a lot yeah, of old rock stars and there's a lot of old prostitutes that need uh, like a good place to hang out and they are yeah. more connected. And in Mexico, I think it's a good place. Uh, economically speaking, the weather is amazing. The food's good. Who doesn't want? Because I have I had a heat treat planned for this year in Mexico as well, but then we didn't it didn't happen because of COVID. Nah, 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 nah. But I plan to do it. But it's gonna be more of a, a naked heat treated, so everybody learn how to express themselves and be proud of their bodies. You know, no shame, and forgiving themselves and forgive the person who kind of let's say hurts them i don't like to say somebody hurt you because this is too much uh, yeah, so blaming I, on others i just said this to inspire so like i'm trying to find ways now to get you over to our team the, as, uh, ah. as our so social sex workers uh, we need uh, mm -hmm. people with experience and uh, and that has uh, the ability to manifest and uh, it feels like you are that kind of person so at any time you feel like europe is kind of uh, too much pressure there or you feel you need some wind of change we are ready to receive you in our ecological uh, center here in Mexico and you can teach us a lot there and maybe you can make me less afraid of the vagina. <laughs> I would love it too. Um, and it's good that I don't need to show you my vagina to be scared. That's very good. That's what I love about my new career. That I don't need, I, I can be just like comfy my pajamas working from home now. <laughs> I don't need to be like, yay, you know. 90 degrees all the time our food is free it's split it's like so, it's a good thing so how is it is um when you're retiring from porn do you have any like do you get retirement money for all the porn that you did in your life or there is no social security for a porn star uh, I started to get a little bit too old for this. I think just like I'm getting uh, 96, but yeah, I had a long time in the porn, you know. But I kind of got like known for making with the with it, and yeah, with the chemicals and the drugs you have on the market today, you can stay hard until yeah, I guess in the grave, and that's my plan that I will do. I will make the last porn movie when I'm dead. Oh, not that I know about here in Europe. In Europe, they don't even need a document uh, like you do in USA, you know, that uh, the two, two something, the form we need to fill for for the minor, if you are, to prove you're not a minor. Here in Europe, is not even that. It's just your ID you need. So anyone can do porn. But I had a retirement 
plan for myself already. So I had a, a how to say, private funding I had, which I set up and everything. And that's why I'm okay <laughs> uh, with my finances. But uh, legally, you have no rights about anything because you don't have royal uh, as you sell the things doesn't exist it. You know, you get one time payment for the move and then that's it. <laughs> and uh, what what Bye. what is the most when when you did the commercial porn what is the most uh, the, the scene you felt was most extreme that you ever did? I think with uh, Nacho Vidal it was the extreme one because I don't like hair pulling, I don't like uh, slapping, I don't like, uh, I, not that I don't like, I do like with my partner, but I don't like in the scenes, I don't feel, I don't feel, it doesn't make me excited. And the spitting thing, so it was funny because I told him like, please don't pull my hair because Okay, the pulling with my hair is because I still have injuries from the time when I got um, physically abused and it really damaged my my scalp. So it hurts, okay? So I was like, don't pull. And he kept going. And I was like, okay. And I was trying to be nice. You know, he's Nacho Vidal. He's a dream man and everything. And one point we are near to the glass and he's spit on my face. And I look at him so disgusted. And I had the flu that day. <laughs> I was like, under my nose, I was running. So I just went deep, deep, like, pull everything I could <laughs> and threw back on his face. And he was like, oh, you are filthy. <laughs> you are so disgusted. I didn't say you can spit on my face. Well, <laughs> you do it to me, I do it to you. So this was the, the day that was really like... Uh, funny and crazy because we are very I was very excited for him as well and one point I knew I was bleeding I felt I was bleeding and he was like you're bleeding do you want to stop and I was crying I was like this like missionary crying and he was like do you want me to stop and I was like no just continue destroying me and he was like wow <laughs> And why? Why? But it's like I, I I did some research on pornography and stuff, and I saw the early, really early pornography, and a lot lot of uh, actually early pornography was made in Denmark also, and was very like, kind of like happy porn. It was always like make to try to make you happy, and also talking a lot about like being good with your body and feeling good about your sexuality. It had more consciousness behind it, and then this like. Uh, kind of like a porn where people are like uh, doing extreme stuff to each other many times the women are, are somehow like treated like shit it seems like coming out from the mainstream american porn uh, uh, kind of development where is this coming from why why does people start to get so like uh, so, so much about uh, like uh, being uh, abusive to the other person i have a theory <laughs> I'm full of theory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> theory. I have a theory also. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I think it's from their frustration because you see, in pornography, no one cares for the man's face normally. Just w what we see in the movies are mostly the woman body and some flashes of the guys on the guy's face, but no one pays attention to it no one knows many male actors let's be honest 
no one pays attention that much to them, only if they're really exceptional. And they also make much less money, even though they can work much more because they don't have their faces seen all the time. So I think it's kind of like, I would destroy her because she's making more money than I, you know? And I heard some jokes like that during the shootings, like, uh, I hate you, Luna, because you make more money, you are making much more than I, how much I am making for this? So I think it's a little bit of frustration, and as well combine it with the, the period uh, we are living, right? Like, I told the, the three, the three, the three in the, in the ass, now they're asking for four, you know, some girls are doing four. I don't know how. My three was just like a very quick thing. It was fun. It was nice. I was actually trying it for this scene. And they're like, oh, can I put it? I was like, oh, go for it. Let's see if it goes. And then we did, ciao. It's not even a whole scene of it. So I think, yeah, men, they just get frustrated. And they probably some directors because the directors are the most frustrating ones, I think, in this business. Because they're like. Uh, I wish I was there having sex with her, but my penis is too small and I'm too old and ugly, but I have the money, so yeah, in a camera. Can it also be about uh, that it's like one-sided, mostly talking about women liberation since the 60s and male liberationists that kind of laughed at and that had made some men more aggressive towards the energy of sexual revolution or women? It's revenge. It's always a revenge. It's like I want... Jealousy also. You can feel that you are powerful because you make more money, because you get more attention. But look at me. I'm the one who control you. I'm the one. But I always say this, like, behind the scenes, I at least, thanks God, my my scenes, it was always discussed before. Besides this is Peter with Nacho Vidal. But <laughs> it's always discussed before. It was never, like, a surprise happening on my scenes uh it was always a dialogue because i don't know if i i like to believe that the the people the the crew always respect me enough because i heard stories of girls they get abused on the scene this and that and we are all susceptible to it when we are on this on the set but it never happened to me Uh, it was always a conversation so that's why like when people say oh yeah uh you don't do this. When I was doing escort, some of the guys, they'll be like, I want to pull your hair. So you don't want to pull my hair. Um, but I see in this scene, I was like, so please show me one scene where my hair really get dragged down because I know I don't do it or where I'm being slapped or something like that, you know? So I would do anything for ecology. Abuse me, spit on me, talk shit to me, hit me, shit on me, pee on me, puke on me. What have we done to this planet? Do the same to me, abuse me, rape me, destroy me, pollute me. I'm ready, I'm like the mother. I want to get in touch with her, to make love with her. She's so beautiful, but tear my skin off, tap my blood, be my lover, come in my arms. Look in my eyes, touch me, let's make love under this tree, on a flower field, we are together with the earth. Uh, yeah, I think, I think it's always a, I, I say it's a dick fight, 
to see who has the bigger dick. This is <laughs> why I think porn became like that. That's why. That's have you have you considered to make your own porn direct porn? I I had some opportunities, some offers to do it, but to be honest, I I'm a voyeur, okay? But I rather go to a swinger club than being like, hey, do this position, do that position. I did, I had one scene I, I helped direct. I, I wrote the script and helped direct. I don't even remember the name of the company. I know it was in Spain, somewhere in Spain. But yeah, <laughs> this is what I did. But it's not, not um, uh, for Ed Winters also, they asked me, they gave me the opportunity, you know, they, I even started the training with them. But as I, I began the training, I was like, it's not my dream. I'm a very expre- expressive, uh, expressive person. You know, I like to talk. I like to write. I like to act. I like to dance. And behind the scenes for me is nice. But I think the actors will suffer on my hand. I'm a perfectionist. I'll kill everybody <laughs> probably. Well, <laughs> you're not fucking good enough. Let me show you. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can you can always like uh, you can always come and help fuck for forest because we don't tell people what to do. Then you just hold the camera. You find you find the nice uh, pictures out of what you can work with in the moment. We were always about yeah. having fun, not about making a product. So we don't like uh, we're not really allowed to tell people what to do. We're more like uh, documenting and like a nature pro- yeah, program you, kind you of. Let the flow you let the flow these these i agree then these would be a totally like wow because it'd be natural people would do what they like to do not be like i don't like when uh, for example i remember i have uh, an issue a pornography issue that uh, i can have so many orgasms very quickly let's say i don't i'm not this i don't take too long to 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 reach my orgasm and maybe because i'm a natural slut but anyway <laughs> So, the directors would be like, Luna, it's not your time for come now. Why are you coming? And I'm like, seriously? You're going to bust my vagina? It's like, come on, no. Like, no way. And it was always, the director would say it to cause the, the, mo- the mojo, the flow go down. And I'm just like, oh, fuck this. I'm not doing it. Is it like... And I had okay occasions that I walked away from the set because of that. I was like, I'm not doing it. I, I want to come, I'll come. Who are you to hold on my fucking orgasm? So you usually had orgasms during productions of videos? Oh, yeah. So so did you ever have the time where you were like, no, 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 we can't stop now. Wait, wait, like keep it going a little, <laughs> film a little bit longer. Yes, and I had that moment like, the scene had ended, but you have a, a, another partner or something, and you just want to continue. And they're like, "Please be quiet." I'm like, "Seriously, be quiet. Be stop." I'm like, "No, don't do it." And the other thing was also like when they tell me, for example, I remember one scene I did here in Hungary, twenty minutes, cowgirl. I was like, "I'm an old lady. My niece cannot be doing that for twenty minutes." This was also the point, like in porn, I was like, "Uh." I know I'm getting out for it, and it stopped because I was like, my you could hear the crack, 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 crack. Yeah, but you said people want to see everything. People want to see you aging. Also, people want to see you be uh, sexy when you're aging. It's really embarrassing. I was listening. I was like, it was that juicy, moist sound and crack, crack, crack. (laughs) (laughs) Grandmother. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, so then it's maybe time to retire on our sex worker retirement home here in Mexico. So when I, when do you have time? I, I'm a little bit like uh, unstable psychologically now. So I think I may be like very fast fall in love with you. It could be that it's just uh, that it's my mental state that I'm too open. And then because I haven't met you in person or something, I just like just choose to fall in love with you now. On seeing you, <laughs> seeing you here, on, and now I want to want you to come and live with us and be like uh, helping us out to develop our center. Maybe do some like uh, social ecological porn art together. Whatever. I would love to do it. I would love to do it. You guys can send me information. I'm just waiting uh, because I registered for the vaccine. Oh yeah. So I'm waiting patiently here someone to do something i don't know what's going on i don't know if it's an email i don't know if they're gonna throw a torpedo in my window but they're gonna tell me when <laughs> the vaccine is coming because it's a mess now but so i can go back traveling because i really I, I i live here but i never stay here you know i'm a fake uh, living in hungary in hungary because i'm always somewhere else oh, yeah that's i don't know the language i need to use google maps to go to the gym by the way the gym is four minutes away and i keep getting lost don't ask me how i'm a very smart person but this gym i <laughs> it's like she's moving around you also speak spanish a little bit or only portuguese i do speak spanish yeah okay so uh, please please we need you you can i need i need like a like an organizer you can or we have a lot of new projects coming on i will write you about this actually and then wow. yeah and i think you, I, you're gonna really benefit from from some of the holistic teachings that i do because i don't like it to have anyone uh, suffering emotionally or feeling like they cannot overcome their traumas. That's why I like this, what I do, you know, independently of anything. If you see on my Instagram uh, at Fit Vibes, uh, I don't know if I told, I didn't share it with you guys, mm -hmm. right? I don't know if I can say, okay, can I say? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, of okay. Course. She's like, mm -mm, mm -hmm. No, no, okay, of course. So, <laughs> yeah, I had on my Instagram is uh, Fit dot vibes but is vibe with y instead of i and uh, there i share some tips i share my classes free classes as well and free stuff because it is uh, i think asap we need to 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 fix things about ourselves you know so we can make the world better because we can keep this uh fighting against uh, child pornography uh, fight against uh, drug abuse fight against this more we fight against it we just attract it so we start with us first and then we can expand because we are all connected energetic so so you're working with the root trying to find the root problem and heal the root problem not the symptoms yes exactly otherwise i'm just a panador no panador I so, so the, the, the thing is that we have two places here in Mexico with a, one hour in between with a car and one is like a, we will have like a creative center where we also may, maybe make this retirement center for old sex workers and uh, no the other place also can be like that actually but the other place is perfect for a type of like nudity healing center for example it has a huge river it's close to a beach that is one of the only it has one of the only naked beaches of Mexico where you have a lot of swimming 
wingers and uh, open-minded people coming and it next to that it's one very big like esoteric kind of new age speech with a lot of yoga and healthy eating oh, so cool. and there it comes a lot of american and uh, canadian tourists and tourists from all over the world and a lot of mexican people and they need uh, some uh, some more things happening in that area connected to the subject of of, of sexuality and nudity and healing also but it would be perfect to make this center in the mountains because it's close to the beach and it gives people the possibility to see something different when they are there so we're looking yeah. for people that want to participate in that also so if anyone listen that find this uh, also interesting you can contact us and talk about it but uh, for you what you're working with it would be uh, i think you will be amazed about seeing it I would love it. I never been to Mexico actually, and it would be a great, great excuse because I always like, yeah, I will go there. As I said, I want to do the retreat because I found this amazing place there. But I'm always like, if it's not for it, I will never go. I guess I don't know. It's just uh, I don't. Know. I would like to wear a sombrero though. <laughs> yeah you will get the chance to do that we're also working to try to we also have a lot of contacts in the united states uh, connected to sex workers rights and uh, and working for the for against violence and abuse of sex workers and stuff and we wanted to try to combine more ideas of uh, sex work with social ideas and ecology so we have this uh, project also going on and we need people to help us to connect those worlds and connect the people and uh, eventually uh, do do some small shows and performance art in the United States also. So we have a lot of stuff going on here. So we're looking for interesting people and you definitely sound interesting. What, what, I, what are you doing right now? Yeah, I work every day because even though I'm very balanced spiritually, I'm, I'm still an alcoholic. <laughs> Sorry, my name is Bruna, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> and... Uh, um, Today I have now a class at the uh, 7.30, so it's like in two hours something almost. And uh, it will be a very interesting class today because, you know, every week I do different things. For, I have fixed students and I have droppings, you know, and they just show up whenever they want. And so I do every week, I, I really tell them the, the, the theme. But the thing is, they don't know what's actually going to happen in the class today. And I've been preparing them for a few days already. You know, like, okay, so today will be a very, uh, it's a manifesting, we call it the Kundalini Manifestation class. And I'm very excited for it because I already prepared the playlist. And I'm going to try to get them but very hot and very sex and <laughs> get the energy there. <laughs> Crazy. So this is what I'm doing today and talk with you guys. And mainly what I do every day is, yes, I do my webcam in the evening. I work it out twice a day because also I'm addicted to it. Uh, and do my yoga practice. I love to cook. I cook a lot. Sometimes too much for one person. The person who lives alone is no need for that. I'm hungry. <laughs> I had the air. No, daddy, you are the son. <laughs> yes, son. <laughs> so this, um, what else I do? I study a lot. I read a lot. Sometimes too much. Are you ever back in Brazil? I just came back from that, actually, uh, two weeks ago. 
because that's also a great place to do work for for rights of sex workers and and also the feminist part there is a little bit more like outgoing sexual it's like more sex positive than many other places in the world so we also have well at least our experience with fuck for forest is that we got a lot of very beautiful open-minded uh, very conscious people part of our project really fast and we have a lot of supporters from brazil actually especially Rio de Janeiro and that area we there are plenty of free-minded and spiritual people but I still feel that Brazil needs some more work on that because if you see the violence every day that happens I'm not talking the violence in general but the the against females first of all and then the homosexuals is still like one of the highest yeah. in, the, in the whole world yeah. so it's a lot to like to process and to work you know there but yeah it is I, I, I also feel like it's a little bit hypocritical culture because it's like oh yes we love to kiss we are free um everybody can have sex whoever you want but i for example i'm, I'm really scared for when uh, people approach me in the street because you never know because there are cases they simply attack you for knowing that you are a sex worker do you know that Sex workers are particularly vulnerable to sexual violence at work. Sex workers of color, migrant sex workers, transgender sex workers experience even greater risk of sexual violence and assault. There are very limited options to report the violence, and sex workers are reluctant to go to the police because of potential arrest or further assault. According to a systematic review of research, globally, Sex workers have a 45% to 75% chance of experiencing sexual violence on the job. According to a report submitted to the United Nations by three sex worker advocacy organizations in 2004, police violence against sex workers has a pattern that includes assault, sexual harassment, public gender searches, police strip searches for the purpose of viewing genitalia, and rape. Because of the stigmatizing notion that sex workers cannot be sexually assault, sex workers are usually left out of the national conversation around hashtag MeToo. Sex workers are often ineligible for rape victim compensation funds or received reduced amounts. Please protect, celebrate and support your local sex worker, today. And sometimes they don't even know you're a sex worker, just is standing to take a bus, which happened several times. A woman be waiting for the bus, but she looks too good to be any other type of worker. So she needs to be a sex worker because um, she's beautiful and they just kill her, you know, but beating her to death, not Whoa. killing, like shooting each other quickly. They just beat. So for me, it's like, okay, it's good place. It's nice, but still a little bit of more education to be done there and social work. Is I mean, it's a big difference from Budapest and uh, Hungary where sex work is totally legalized for many years. And yes. probably not so violence against. Yeah, because here, for example, when I walk, I have my jacket that says Luna Corazon. Sometimes I don't have many options in the clothes because I don't really care what I'm wearing. So I put it and then I have the people like, oh, Luna! Or if I don't have the jacket, they're like, oh, you are Luna. You know, they, they're friendly or they're scared. One way or the they're like, oh, you know, they need some encouragement to talk to me but i never had a case that i was fearing for my life in here you know but there in brazil i i'm really like 
first uh, as i was about to say like i'm a very housewife i like to be in the house i don't like to be too much out doing no sense things i like to keep my energy for productive things you know for positive things i don't like to spill myself around so is a good thing because it's like uh, people uh, they tend to look or treat me different just because of the work i do and you you have you have a partner now or you're free i have a partner oh, God and, damn it. and how <laughs> why why is all the best all the best people it's always like that it's also with promoters everyone all good people are already taken there now but yeah. how is it how is it like when you got together didn't he felt like oh sh- how can i please this woman that had done so much porn had got so many orgasms yeah it was he afraid I I don't think so in that sense. Sometimes we talk about it. I don't think he in that sense he's scared or afraid because I was the one who approached him and I was the one who said I want to sleep with you and he I, I told him, Don't worry, I don't wanna touch you, okay? Just sleep like friend. I won't totally fuck him. But <laughs> then we it was a very huge chemistry and never never ever went down it's just growing with the time and it's very interesting because i have now i i'm the one who have that doubt like ah if we break up would i ever find a man who satisfies this level as he does emotionally physically spiritually you know but the physical physical part is very a big thing for me because because of porn it's like I tried everything. I have no curiosity anymore, like something I haven't done. It's not like, oh, I didn't do it. No, I did everything. You can tell me I probably did it. So it's not <laughs> new anymore. Yeah, sorry. Did, did you eat shit? Oh, no, that's not porn. That <laughs> well, in, Germ- in Germany, it is. We, we lived in Germany. Sorry, that's uh, it's normal. Not legal. It's not legal because the company I work there is extremely forbidden and they are German. Yeah, really? Yeah. They can't and be real Germans. Thi- same with the animal things. They think they stopped as well because they used to do it. Yeah, but animal animals. thing is a different thing. That I do agree is perverted. If you Sheep want to animal, eat shit, I think you can do it. animals on the same <laughs> So what is normal? I've seen people get excited by animals. I've seen people get excited by children. It seems to be pretty many. Is that normal? I've seen people get excited by fluffy teddy bears, by stars shining on the sky, by lies, by deceiving by money greed. I've seen people be excited by flowers, by skies, by seeds, by planting, by everything you can imagine. What is normal? Am I normal? If I think a bad thought, is that normal? If I think about shitting on you, is that normal? If you like it, is it normal? If you don't like it, is it normal? If it's normal, is it normal? Normal. I want to say every I did everything on the sense of normal, consensual, and uh, consensual and uh, normal 
bag. Normal okay? is not possible to normal use fluid. in the human normal form. Fluid. <laughs> normal fluid. Feet, saliva, pissing, G's. No poop. Poop only happens if it's an accident on the anal sac. Oh, yeah. It's the only time uh, a poop is allowed. <laughs> Other moments, nah. <laughs> and and uh, just with, with your partner, uh, does he watch porn? So, apparently not. <laughs> I tried to ask him. I tried to ask him several times. I'm like, what porn do you watch? Because I do. I don't watch porn. I listen to porn because my brain uh, gets more aroused if I listen to the woman or orgasm. And uh, he was like, no, because first of all, so we made some home, homemade things. So he told me like, I have you in my mind. So I imagine you, which I do as well, you know, or he goes and watch our videos, which I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm happy with his answer. He's very smart. <laughs> but he, ne he never watched you, your old videos, you with other people. No, he doesn't like. He don't want that. He don't want it. No, he doesn't like it. No, but I would like. Oh. I, yeah, I would like that. I'm a little bit like geeky. Like I would be like, oh yeah, that's the old stuff. But my my ex was the same. Also, he he didn't watch. He was like, you do it. It's your problems, your job. But you are here. You you are with me. You are Bruna. That you are Luna. It's your work. I don't want to mix up both. But that's you make but fun. you make private videos with him. Yeah, for fun. Like, if I'm here doing nothing, I'll be like, hey, so you're not, I love you. You're not trying to, like, uh, lure him into the industry so you later will make professional oh, videos? Oh, no, no. <laughs> never, never. He's a good man. I don't want to. What? You're saying sex workers are not good people? No. <laughs> He's not what I mean. He's not mentally... Prepare for it, you know. He's a very good square man. Oh, you, know? you like this innocence? As you get like a kick of the yeah. innocent part, like uh, I do. Oh yeah, I do, and I, I like his uh, how to say it, innocence and like. You know, it comes sometimes even naive to a point. You know, I'm like, oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> But you're not into. You don't believe in free love. What's free love? What do you mean? Like That's outside? like if you were outside somewhere and was just sexually attracted to someone and then uh, let, let's say like just freedom to, to experience sexuality with other people. Oh, definitely I do believe. I, I had lived that already. It's just now I don't feel it, to be honestly. I don't feel the need of mm -hmm. doing it. I don't feel the desire for other people. I tried, believe me, I tried to feel desire. That's how good he is. Okay. <laughs> and you got your dose, you say, also through through the industry and stuff. You tried everything. You got your kick out. You're getting older. You want to. But yeah, I'm just I'm just interested in like somebody who wants to grow with me because first I'm a I'm a businesswoman and I need somebody who is good in the head to understand it and respect my space and my work, you know, independently of the industry I'm acting or working. So I found like, for example, a man from the porn industry, they, they cannot get me. I had guys, I tried to date guys from the industry, but the mentality, the, the, the level of the, the energetic, the energy is not the same. 
So that's what I was looking for. And I found in this my partner, like somebody who is in the same level as myself. Like, okay, we are both um, good financially. We are stable people. We know what we want. We know what we don't want. And we enjoy each other's company companionship. So I, do, I don't have this like, okay, why am I going to look out? If somebody comes and it's good, why not? I'll try, but I don't feel the desire. Does he watch your camp shows? Like at no. home? You're like locking the door. <laughs> no, I do. You know what I do sometimes? Because he travels a lot. I travel a lot. So sometimes I put my phone. So I'm doing here on the computer, right? And I put him on the phone and I'm talking to him, but I'm on the video. Doing my <laughs> thing, you know? And he he's like... Yes, you saw this on the news. <laughs> no, 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 like, yes, I saw too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, he indirectly watched it. <laughs> so now we are actually getting in the end of our show. It's been uh, really uh, enlightening and beautiful to talk to you. Uh, I just want to ask you, like, if someone sits out there and are uh, thinking, oh, I want to be a porn star, well, do you have any good advices uh, or, like... Uh, things you have to warn people against uh, when they want to enter the porn industry? If you want to get in the porn industry because you want to make money, become a content creator. Invest your time, your energy, and the marketing as a content creator. If you just want the fame to become a porn star, to be a porn star, but you are broke like most of they are, then find an agent on Twitter and go for it which is I totally think is stupid. I, I like make more money than just fame. <laughs> or, or if you just want to change the world and you don't care so much about the money, but more about the consciousness, come to Fuck for Forest. We are there. Yeah, we take also. everyone. We are open for also. everyone and we will keep you in our group forever. We will not throw you out on the street when you're well, used up. We will keep you in our archive. When your knees doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Leona, I have something to, some more to add uh, from your... Um, <laughs> no, but if you want to uh, say something special to our listeners about your new... Uh, yeah, we will put yeah. all the links. We'll put all the links to your books and uh, things uh, you want to represent about yourself. So just send us all you want to us to publish together with this yeah. episode. And uh, yeah, how is your idea about the future? How do you think about how how can we combine this healing of sexuality with the healing of the planet? Like something that we in Fuck for Forest have been working with is like trying to manifest or show the sexual energy as something that is needed for healing the root problems of our society and actually in the end uh, protect nature also. So that's our thing. What would you uh, express through sexuality what's most important for you if you could use sexuality to get attention for something important like a social issue I believe that when we have we are balanced in our being in our soul we do things not just for ourselves but for others you know in general and for the planet also in consequence because you become a more conscious human being and you're not just so greedy like, oh, why am I doing just because I'm doing, but you know why you are doing and you know the consequence. So you're trying to do things to create better results for the whole environment and for the people around you. Around you, I mean the whole people, you know, the whole humanity, not just the people, your neighbor or your kids. So I think this is important and using healing the sexuality 
healing their past traumas and with their relationships as well, uh, with yourself, because you learn how to forgive yourself, how to appreciate yourself, find that real love that only you can give yourself because no one else can give. You become a fucking amazing human being. And this is what it needs. More conscious people and people who are about others, not just about their fucking assholes. That's it. <laughs> so yeah, continue I, I work with that. <laughs> continue me too. Continue to work with that fucking root chakra. Try to heal that, and uh, yeah, that's why I'm now interested in sex work and also prostitution and stuff because I've, they say it's like the oldest work in the world, but it's also one of the more suppressed works in the world. But in a way, it do uh, represent the first like uh, the give and take that later developed into capitalism. And then it's like, how are we going to get back to the point where we really care and take care of each other for the reason of the other person, of not of us? And maybe sex yeah. work and the idea of that kind of exchange do represent some type of root uh, problem about values in our society. And we should work with the rights of sex workers and people working with sexuality so they have more chance to develop into combining it with more... Uh, things like you are doing with 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 spirituality, with healing, with meditation, so that people get the chance to to develop the idea of it, so we can really heal this subject. So I think uh, uh, one of the key elements is with the sex workers. Yeah, it, it is because if you go through history as well and uh, personal experience, I think many sex workers people overseen them but it's like uh, overlook them but it's like they have saved lives they have changed uh, the the course of story the history as well and they benefit they they give a lot of benefits they give a lot more than they get so it's also we need to acknowledge it you know and it, like you say to stop suppressing them and treating them or myself, I include myself in them, uh, as a lower class or something like, oh my God, they are dirty, they are bad, they are just lazy people. No, we are people like any other idiot <laughs> in this planet. You know, we just find different ways to to gain, to pay our bills and to make our dreams come true. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, we are not, if you're not doing harm to anyone, only person you might be harming is yourself when you do this job. And that's why I think also important to educate them in a um, uh, good uh, intellectual, in a spiritual way, because many sex workers, they don't have this support, you know, because they, they, everybody's going to banish them from the place and they're not allowed to be part of uh, a community or a religious community, for example. But they do have their own beliefs. They have their, their divine, divine uh, beliefs. They have their religion or something. Every, everyone has something they believe. Even if they don't believe in nothing, they do believe in something. Do you know? And I think the sex workers, they, if they get a better education on that, like something I used to do, because when you have sex with multiple people, you end up like spilling yourself. And it's true that. And if you don't, that's why we have so many sex workers with drug abuse issues and not able to overcome this work. They might make a lot of money, but they just seem to don't, don't grow, you know, in life. They cannot do much with this money. They just use it to pay the everyday bills. But it's because they don't get that, okay, you are fine, we are loved. Sometimes we just need to say to people, 
I love you, I like you, I admire you, I respect you. They don't get it, this emotion, emotional support, and it might get them in this difficult circle. They keep going and they are 40, 50, and they cannot seem to make their dreams come true. That's the first thing, why they enter this business. But yeah. for sure, they always had a goal, a young girl dream. So do, you know? do we need uh, schools for sex workers? Not school, but better education, I think. More, uh, we have channels now. We don't need school for anything. School is just a bullshit system. Uh, we have many channels that we can educate people, talk. You, that you guys have podcasts, for example. I'm trying to use my Instagram, trying to give you, we, are, we both are already trying to do something. So we just need to make it bigger, maybe, I believe. Wow. and that reach more people it's been amazing to talk to you i will write you a mail and give you a, a proposition about our place and tell a little bit more about that so you get a little bit I more updated that. about our work uh, let's try to keep in touch let's combine or connect all uh, sex workers especially people that's not afraid of being open and stand in front and uh, talk openly about it let's combine and connect all these people because uh, the sexual energy we can we can take over society in the future yeah. all sex workers will be the the priests and the political influencers of the world that's because that's a, that's the real power you know that's why they're so afraid of it it's like it will it will overturn the banks that those vaginas and that beautiful ass or even the dick that i'm now trying to make valuable again for myself at least so that would be really nice. <laughs> I think I think it would be really cool and we can really help many people and we can change if we can find a way to merge and uh, somehow, you know, even this little discussion today, this little conversation, I believe can inspire people to okay, what can I do to better myself and it maybe reach what I want, you know, and don't keep in this okay. It's nice to be a gift maybe for some, but uh I, I, I like to reach goals. I like to uh, make my dreams come true. I believe most of human motivation for to be alive are their dreams, you know? So what is stopping them and why they keep falling back on the same trap? Wow, yeah. We stay in touch. Uh, we hope oh. to see you here in Mexico with your partner in not too long. And uh, until we see each other, continue to have an ongoing rebirth day. That just continues happy and continues for eternity. Yeah, what? Happy re-birthday. Oh, happy re-birthday. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Love you Thank a you lot. Guys. Thank you. It was so nice to talk to you. Thank Ta you very talk much. To you. See, uh, talk to you soon again. And, I'll write you. and consider sending us some erotic material to Fuck for Forest. Yeah, for okay. sure. <laughs> we will also write that in the, the mail we send you. With. Yeah, let me know what you guys are looking for. And uh, of course, I'll do it. Thank okay, you thank so you. much. Thank Love you, you a lot. It was so amazing. Very nice. Bye. Thank you. Meet you guys. Bye. Wow, that was inspiring. I I want her as my girlfriend. I, I think God just like continue pushing. Like, look, this would be a perfect person for you, but she's taken. She's like a businesswoman. She knows how to take how many dicks in her ass? Many. And she will have fun with doing probably erotic performance art and stuff. I would have been, and she's like, uh, like to organize. I'm like more like a, I feel like some kind of fucked up person that can express interesting things, but uh, I would maybe need some kind of mother figure. You need a manager. 
a manager you call a ma mommy manager yeah if it's any it would be nice with a combination of a manager and and uh, and uh, like uh, someone uh, that also likes to do a performance art uh, maybe it's a dancer and uh, likes to be on the stage uh, exhibitionistic a little bit exhibitionistic Leona and me have worked very good together but still after 15 years of Oak for Forest Leona is not very comfortable doing performance art while I like it so if it's any um, performance art dancing woman out there with a, a sense of business and sense of organizing you have a a weak uh, but creative person waiting here uh, to in yeah well poor you yeah <laughs> yeah poor everyone i'm i'm not poor me i'm just you should, that's not how you promote yourself Tommy. you are not very good promoting yourself okay so you promote me then you do it now okay here we have a creative person that would like to stand on the stage he is very expressive and very good he can fuck forever he can fuck forever and um mm, let's see i mean that's the thing like you like to stand on a straight stage you can present things in a creative way you can make people blow their mind and you are yeah you're a sexual sex performer I mean, that is what you want to pr promote, no? The rest you don't want to promote. Yeah, well, okay. That That's was good promotion. It was enough about me. What about this? It was what she found a way to, to, to use her experience uh, in the porn industry to, to develop. And uh, I mean, that was like we met, we talked to Annie Sprinkle last week, and she was also uh, a, a porn star that then used her. Uh, experience in the porn industry into something bigger but for um, uh, for people that are inside the porn industry there is no secure ne network you have to plan like bruna did you have to plan your retirement yourself you have to put up bank accounts save it and not use it until the day you retire i uh, mean there is no security well this, this development like she did she found a way to use her experience to uh, yeah, but people most people are not so creative. No, okay, so maybe yeah. So maybe our center of uh, retired sex workers also should have a part of like how how uh, retired sex workers can use their experience working with sexuality to educate people. I already thought that if we combine it with maybe they could get into schools like sexual education. Universities and stuff, they can yeah. go and have seminars about their experience, but also if they learned more about ecology and, and farming uh, and people came to our place, they could both hear about the experience of sex workers while learning ecology. It can be like a combination of it in our sexual, no, in our sex worker retirement home. Yeah. And then all the, all the rockers can have like concerts and stuff. Yeah, it would be a good combination. No? Yeah, I think it would because be. Because sex workers is also a little bit rock and roll. Yeah, it is uh, at least yeah considered uh, being part of that uh, uh, part of life of people that don't really accept the values and moral of a of a society that well doesn't seem that those m values and moral worked to make uh, a very conscious and loving society. So maybe it's an expression also from the rebels, you know, the people who actually want to live outside that system. And there's many sex workers that 
wants that because it's fast money uh, they are kind of kinky or they find it like yeah it's worth it anyway because i don't want to sit in front of that oh, computer yeah. screen uh, working for a boss i don't like every day then i rather uh, lie on my back and have sex with uh, random people because i f like it or i find it valuable enough so that's the people who just like fucked uh, those values and moral that people try to impose on you and then it sucks that uh, society even more try to put restrictions and uh, and uh, prohibitions against its people that in the end just leads to more abuse and violence. So, yeah, we should work for sex workers' rights, right? I believe so. Yeah, I read up in Hungary where prostitution and pornographic is legal and would actually do pay tax. The the hungarians collect one billion dollars a year in tax from the porn industry and the escort industry wow imagine listen military service you get more many bombs for that sex workers can help you build up your army to bomb those people that you don't like so yeah well i don't know if sex work then i believe more in uh, is legalization but not decriminalization exactly like decriminalization not legalization that keeps or else kind of the government becomes like the pimp no yeah because in hungary you are not allowed to have bordellos you are only allowed to be an escort by your own means so you are you don't have a safe space where you can work in like a like an office like normal office people they have an office where they go to while prostitutes they have to pay tax but they are not allowed to have an office so they have to work from home they get themselves in diff more risks while in Hungary where it's legal they have to make uh, a test a std test and a hiv test three times a month by while the customer that pays also pays tax have a regular job probably fucks a lot of different prostitutes they don't have to show any papers or anything and they don't uh, and the prostitutes has less uh, rights in the end yeah i understand society is uh, concerned about reducing sexual diseases and stuff but it can be done on a different level i guess in the end it's people's personal responsibility also how safe they want to be sometimes life can be dangerous and uh, that's a part of life kind of no i'm just saying if you want to work with sex sex workers rights you should also consider what is the dangers that the sex workers have and living with we had a good uh, conversation and we i'm more feeling now more alone since i see there's people out there that would benefit my work and I, yeah okay yeah you shouldn't I, be jealous of other people you know i'm i'm acting jealousy i'm not really jealous i'm i'm uh, i'm just being like okay god please help me i'm praying now send me an organizer send me a person that can organize and uh, be like a kind of like agent for for me in uh, our work in the future and there's so many beautiful sex workers out there we should unify and we should well we shouldn't do anything i want to unify with sex workers and find a way to explore sex work for ecology and social work and that's my rebirthday show okay happy rebirthday 
and we will be back in two weeks yeah and please go to bipolarcircle.podbean.com and if you have it in your heart to inspire us or write us an email or give us a like or write a comment on our podcast so we know there's someone out there and you might uh, keep me alive for a couple two three more rebirthday shows um, stay tuned and see if uh, our state get better or worse you can laugh about our misery uh, you can send us some comments and if you are really really uh, want to inspire us give us a small donation on bipolarcircle.podbean.com where you find the links to both our collection uh, accounts uh, please please do that or if you don't uh, have the possibility to that give us a comment or write us a mail try to inspire us a little bit and if you have an interesting story to tell maybe we will even invite you so please get in touch see you and thank you you two patreon fans we have thank you a lot happy rebirthday happy rebirthday i continue to dream of you you sleep in my son's old bed i continue to dream of you to dream of you he is downstairs Continue to dream of you, to dream of you, to dream of you. The thick black hair tussled, you stir in the bed and see me. I'm looking over you, your brown skin on a plain white pillow. You say, I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you.